0: Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verses 9 and 10 and 12. Two are better than one, because they have a good return for their work. If one falls down, his friend can help him up. But pity the man who falls and has no one to help him up. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken.
1: I immediately, when I, I read this verse, and or when I decided to put it in, in the book, I had experienced being alone in the woods many times. And it's a very uncomfortable feeling. I remember being in the woods in central Pennsylvania, uh, walking towards a ridge through a a fairly deep um, forest, and it was noiseless. So every noise you heard was a bear about to jump out at you or you know, some, you know, crazy person with an ax, you know, coming after you. I mean, your imagination starts going wild. You're always looking behind to make sure that you're alone. Uh, But there's another side to being alone. And that is when you have a companion, as this verse says, and something goes wrong, you have another set of eyes and another uh, mind, another talent there. Uh, to maybe guide you out of the trouble. And so I wrote uh, actually about this, uh, while I have often hiked in the woods and the mountains alone, I am aware of potential hazards that if I lose my attention to the way ahead, I might land in a heap of trouble. Thus, I am aware of the advantages of asking a companion to join me on, on a trek. If I fall while alone who uh, who will be there to help me or if I'm alone or if I become lost, who will find my way uh, who how will I find my way back to the right path and so I'm just quoting Solomon the wisdom is two are better than one truly uh, and this you know improved out in a simple thing like walking in the woods and having a companion mm-hmm. and I've had these situations where it was very important to have a companion. Uh, Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's it's just a an application that uh, kind of configures with my own life and what uh, the wisdom of Solomon two thousand years was
0: saying ago was saying. Yeah, walking along the trail uh, of life, you know, as a um, illustration, a lot of people use this scripture in their marriage in their wedding uh, ceremony. There was a relatively briefly lived tradition where where people would use this verse during the wedding and they would tie a strand together as a way of symbolizing that not only are their are there two lives being tied together, two are better than one, but that third strand is God in the marriage. I, I like that tradition. I think it's really cool in this acknowledgement of needing God in your marriage. The only thing I don't like about it is the the metaphor breaks down a little bit because it, it almost has God as an equal partner. You know, you've got three strands around the same size, you're tying them together. And I would usually just tell the couples my hesitation with it if they asked me if we should do it in this ceremony. I said, This is great. This is very important to think of God as that third party in your marriage, but don't for a second think it's, you know, you and and your spouse, and Jesus as three equal partners. He is the God of the universe. He's the God of your marriage. He's he's your leader. He's your guide. You both humbly bow down to him. Have him intertwine in your lives, in your households, in your family relationships, but also be ready to bow your knee and praise and exalt the one who is above all.